So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no injury whatever whatsoever was found upon him because he believed in his God. You know that he wasn't trying to hide his prayer. He prayed right at and right by an open window. He was not worried about what man would do to him. If you keep your heart, your eyes upon him, he will keep you in perfect peace in the midst of the most difficult times. That's it, you guys. It's just a simple belief. You know, you don't have to try to make yourself out to be some spiritual giant. Just believe his word. My God shuts the mouths of the lions. My God pulls me out of the fiery furnace, uh, unharmed and untouched. Amen. My God raises me up to walk on water. How about you? My God leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yes? My God destroys the destroyers. He confuses those that are wise in their own eyes. And he sets me ablaze for his glory. That's what he's doing. He's setting you ablaze for his glory. My God sets me up as the head and not the tail. Come on, you're the head, you're not the tail, you're the lender, you're not the beggar. Amen? God prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He's preparing a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He fills our cup to the overflow. He gives me the oil of gladness. Do you not have that? The oil of gladness, the garments of praise. He gives us garments of praise and he crowns you. Say, I am crowned with royal diadems. I am crowned. You are crowned. My God is for me, not against me. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? Nobody. Who shall bring a charge? Nobody. Amen. Because it's God who justifies. It is God who justifies. And he has made us more than conquerors. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. So therefore, nothing shall be able to separate you from the love of God. Not one thing. Say, not one thing. He is my savior, my deliverer. He's my redeemer. He's my healer. He's my defender. He's my protector. He's my counselor. He's my advocate. He's your advocate. He fights your battles. He's your defense attorney. He awaits your arrival. Do you know this? He awaits your arrival to worship him. For he has gifts in store for you. He, he does. He has gifts in store for you. And he pours out upon his own. Do you know that God awaits for your arrival? And he's like, oh, they're coming to worship. Oh, they're coming to worship. That the glory of God fills this place because he knows his beloveds. His beloveds are coming to worship him. And he is pleased. He is pleased. He is good. He is loving. He is kind. He's compassionate. God is good. God is loving. God is kind. He is compassionate. Yes, he is just. Yes, he corrects. Even he is faithful when we are faithless. Right? God is good. He is our forever Lord, Jesus Christ, the one whom we love and we cherish. Amen? Daniel chapter 6. Because Daniel, whose name means God is my judge. Okay? He, he purposed in his heart to be faithful to God. Daniel purposed in his heart to be faithful to God. He purposed. Say, I purpose in my heart. I will be faithful to God, okay? Not only was he found faithful, but Daniel prospered. Daniel prospered because he had favor on his life and he was faithful to God. Daniel prospered. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were faithful and they prospered, amen? But Daniel also prospered. You shall be found faithful, church, and you shall prosper, amen? Come on, it's the word of the Lord. 
Somebody should get excited at the word of the Lord. Because we know his word comes to pass. Daniel chapter 6, and then starting in verse 3. Daniel, he distinguished himself above the governors and the satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. Daniel had an excellent spirit because he already decided, he had already determined that he was going to live his life according to the principles of God. He was not going to compromise. Amen? And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. Basically, the king was ready to promote him. He was considering a promotion, okay? Think about this, the condition before the breakthrough. There, there's a condition sometimes before the breakthrough. And so Daniel set his heart to be faithful to God. And the king noticed, and the king decided he was going to do something. He was going to raise him up, amen? But, but sometimes people get in the way. Sometimes people can get in the way, but I'll tell you something. They're no match to God. People may try to get in the way, but if God be for me, who can be against me? Amen? Okay, so there's a condition before the breakthrough, and we need to keep our heart right in, the, in that condition. All right. So the governors, the satraps, they, they sought to find charges against Daniel concerning him, and they could find nothing. Say they could find nothing. They could find no charge. They could find no fault. They couldn't find anything, though they tried. Okay? They couldn't find it because he was faithful. You see, there was no error. There was no fault found in him. Psalm 25, 2 says, your enemies will not triumph over you. Psalm 25, 2. Your enemies will not triumph over you. Amen? Okay? But they could not find any charge, nor could they find any fault with Daniel. That's a life that is lived ready to please God. That is a life that's set on purpose to give God the praise. That is a life that says, no matter what, I will pray and I will praise you. And I will not allow any circumstances in my life to, to stop this praise, to stop the faithfulness of my God through me. Amen? They couldn't find any fault, though they tried. So these men said, we shall not find any charge against this Daniel unless they figured out a way. Unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. You know, they, they said to him, all the governors and all the kingdoms of the administrators and the satraps, the counselors, the advisors, they consulted together. And they consulted together to find something and to say against him and to say, well, he's always praying. And he's always praying to his God. And so we're going to make a new law. We're going to get the king to come and agree with this new law. We, we, we need to somehow capture, we need to somehow charge him for something he's doing that is not of God. So let's create something to basically accuse him. That's what happened. That's what happened. Because Daniel was faithful. Okay? So they said, let's do this. And then whoever, let, let's make a petition, you know, a decree. Whoever worships any god other than the king, they will be cast into the lion's den. And we're going to do this for 30 days. So you know this man of God that was faithful to pray, not once, not twice. He prayed three times a day. You know that he wasn't trying to hide his prayer. He prayed right at and right by an open window. He was not worried about what man would do to him. We cannot be worried about what man might do unto us. If we truly believe that we serve 
the King of kings and the Lord of lords, that no matter what, God will move heaven and earth to rescue us. That our faithfulness unto God is going to produce the, the fruit of righteousness. If we truly believe that, then we're not going to shrink back when the fire gets turned up. We're not going to shrink back when there's a threat in our lives that's posed by an enemy. Amen? So the king, verse 8, established the decree, the decree, and he signed the writing so that it couldn't be changed. He basically made a law, a new law, right? This law was not a good law. This law was going to capture and entrap this man of God. Verse 10, but when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, what did he do? He knew he wasn't going to stop praying, but he knew a new law was made. What did he do? Daniel went home and in the upper room he went into his upper room he went to his prayer room church he went to go pray church he knew what was done he didn't fret he went to go and he went he went to go pray and with his windows open read it with me verse 10 he went home and in the upper in his upper room with his windows open towards Jerusalem he knelt down on his knees three times that day, and he prayed and he gave thanks before his God, as was the custom since his early days. He didn't allow discouragement. He didn't allow the threat of the enemy. He didn't allow the threat of death. He didn't allow the king who had ultimate power to destroy him to literally get into his thinking, get into his mind. He said, oh, no, 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 no. I am faithful to the end. I've already made that declaration. I've already made that decision. It's already been established. Is it established in you? Is it established? Because it has to be established before the trial. It's not when the trial comes that we now cling. We cling before the trial so that you already have a foundation. You have to have a foundation on the word of God. That no matter what, God will send whom he needs to send. He'll send his angels. He'll send his angels literally to pick you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. You have to know, you have to know that you know that he'll send his angels to shut the mouths of the lions if need be. Amen? Hallelujah. I love this. He knew. No weapon. He knew just because he was faithful. We know what the word says. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. None. You say that scripture and you say it loud and you decree it no matter how much the resistance is coming against you. You say it, you decree it, you keep on keeping on. Say, I'm going to keep on keeping on. No matter what. Because God is faithful to his word. Hallelujah. You know, Remember the very beginning of this in verse 3. Verse 3 and in verse 4, it said that the king, verse 3, that the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. We already know what's happened thus far in the story. He's already signed this, to, he signed this petition, right? Because his so-called counselors put him up to it, right? Okay, so the deception, you can see it taking place. Always be careful when you, who are your advisors? Make sure they're, they're filled with the spirit of the living God. Make sure that you don't take counsel from the wicked. Okay, so he already, he already expressed in verse 3, he wanted to raise him up. He wanted to prosper him. And the very same man that wanted to prosper him now just took the bait. 
because the accusers came and spoke lies and twisted it because of jealousy. They were jealous. They saw the faithfulness on this man. They saw the dignity. They saw that he was, he was distinguished. He distinguished himself. That's something we all can do. It's a choice to say, I'm going to stand with integrity regardless of what comes against me. That's a choice to stand distinguished. Are we all following? So the, the, the king then signs this decree. It's signed. Daniel hears about it. He goes right to his room and he prays right at the window, right? Right in front of everybody. Verse 11, then the, these men assembled and they found Daniel. Of course they assembled. They already knew what he was going to do. Daniel didn't change his plan. Stop changing your plan just because somebody else says it's not going to be good. Stop changing your plan. Instead, stick to the truth. God is able, isn't he? So these men assembled and they found Daniel praying and making supplications before his God. Yeah, how wise of them. You know, they basically, they already knew what he was going to do. They just went and stood where they expected him to be. But, our, but, but this man was so faithful, he didn't allow it to stop him. He did what he needed to do, right? Amen. Praise God. That's what God expects from us. Let's jump down to verse 16. So the, the king, he gave the command, okay, and, and they brought Daniel and they cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke. You know, he was betraying himself even in everything he said. He spoke and he said to Daniel, your God, whom you serve continually, will deliver you. This king actually spoke prophetically. This king, which actually wanted to promote Daniel, but then this king that was deceived by his own bad counselors, don't have bad counselors in your life. You need to know who's truly of God and who isn't. The Bible tells us in Psalm 1 that we need to make sure we take counsel from the godly and not the wicked. And don't tell me other oh, Christians. I don't care if they're Christians. I don't care if they call themselves Christians. I don't care what they call themselves. If they are not truly walking in the word of God, do not take counsel from them. Just because they go to a church, carry a Bible, and maybe are a pastor doesn't mean they're literally walking it out. So stop looking to flesh and stop looking to man and make sure that you look to the word of God and live by it. So, so this king had bad counselors. This, these counselors basically were setting him up because they were jealous of Daniel. They were jealous. Don't think that for one minute God isn't jealous or that people are not jealous of, of the giftings that God has given you. Don't think for one minute. But yet, we know that God is for us, and if God be for me, who can be against me? We know that greater is he that is within me than he that is within the world, right? We know this. We know that if we just stand strong, God is our great deliverer. So even this king, he even said, your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Come on, church. He's going to deliver you from the fowler's snare. The word of the Lord says that he will deliver you from the fowler's snare. Stop being focused and afraid of the, anything the enemy can do. So then a stone was brought, verse 17, a stone was brought, and it was laid on the mouth of the, of, the, of the den, and the king sealed it with his own ring, okay? So he seals it, and then he goes, he goes home, and he can't sleep. All night long, he cannot sleep, and in the morning, he says, verse 19, the king gets up very early in the morning, and in haste, he goes to the den of lions. 
because he wanted Daniel to live. Now, you think about this. You're put in a den of lions, and then there's a stone that seals that door, and then it's signed, it's sealed with the ring, it's secured with the ring, right, the signet ring. So in other words, you, you know that that seal is not going to be cracked or broken because if it's whole, no one has been allowed to remove that door, right? And, but the king wanted Daniel to succeed. Think about the torment in his own heart. Think about, the, think about just not being able to sleep at night because he knew he wasn't being faithful to what God had put in him, which was Daniel was a man that should be promoted and honored. Any time that you are, think about yourself, have, have there ever been times, I'm sure there is, there, there has been times in your own heart where there was that compromise, you could call it. You could call it where there, you, you know, you just know something isn't right. You're going along with something, but you know it isn't quite right. And you continue to go along with it, but yet in your spirit, you're grieved. He was grieved. You couldn't sleep all night because he knew the God that Daniel prayed to because he knew based on faithfulness the faithfulness of this man and the favor on his life he knew this cannot be happening this shouldn't be happening but because of the position he was in he allowed man men to deceive him that's why the turmoil don't ever allow that turmoil when the holy spirit is speaking to you and you're feeling this turmoil heed listen back up stop Pay attention, right? We need to pay attention. Lord, what is really going on here? Am I being manipulated? Am I being pressured to do something that you're not telling me to do, that you're actually telling me to, to do the opposite? Am I feeling man's pressure? Because this is what happens. Like I said, Christian or non-Christian, it doesn't matter. What we need to be is sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Is man pressuring me? Am I allowing man to pressure me into doing something that God has not said? And that, of course, is something that we all need to make sure that we're sensitive to the spirit of the living God. Amen? So he can't sleep all night long. He wakes up early in the morning. He goes in haste, verse 19, to the den of lions. Remember, right before the blessing, there is a testing. This is the testing before the blessing. But we know that Daniel surpassed. He didn't just, he surpassed. Amen. And then verse 20, when, the ki when he came to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice. He was full of fear, of course, because you know what? The very person he wanted to promote, the very person that he saw his God move, he was the one that threw him in that den. So he felt the guilt. He felt the guilt. So he says in a lamenting voice, he says to Daniel, he said, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? You serve God continually. Has your God been able to deliver you? Don't you think for one moment that people aren't watching your life and saying, well, can your God, has your God, will your God deliver you from that mess? You serve God. You're so into Jesus. You're so sold out. Can your God deliver you now? Come on, whenever you face this type of persecution, 
You know you're in good company. You know that God is your defense attorney. You know that God will work it out for you. You just need to be faithful. You need to just stand firm and know that my God is my deliverer. He's my defense attorney. He's my deliverer, and he will see me through. No matter what. No matter what. So their threats, their accusations, they amount to nothing. Say they amount to nothing. Verse 22, he, he says, my God, you want to know what happened? My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouths so they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him. My God sent his angels. Those angels shut the lion's mouths. Every place where there is a lion roaring, every place where there is an assignment of the enemy speaking against you, the accusations, don't take the bait. God will shut their mouths. God will shut their mouths. Do you believe it? God will shut their mouths. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, amen, and he delivers them. The angel of the Lord will deliver you. The angel of the Lord encamps. The angel of the Lord will deliver you. You just need to know. You need to know and stand firm. It doesn't matter what they say. Just give it time. Say, just give it time. Just give it time. Just give it time because my God is faithful and he's going to show himself strong on my behalf. If I was to ask, I'm sure we would get testimonies, many testimonies of your life that you can you can say this has happened i have a testimony you know they they stood against the will of god to my face and they said well let's see if your god can save you now let's see if your god can rescue you now do you know how many times i've been in this very same position same exact Let's see if your God will rescue you now. Let's see if your God's going to provide for you now. Let's see if your God's going to take care of you now. I can't tell you, and let me, how many times? And let me tell you, every time I said, he will, and he has. He has. The point is, is, is that you stand faithful to the word because God is always faithful to you and to his word. He's faithful to his word, Right? Amen. Yeah. So my God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouths so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him. Praise the Lord. Daniel, up out of the, uh, I'm on verse 23. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no injury whatever whatsoever was found upon him because he believed in his God. That's it, you guys. It's just a simple belief. You know, you don't have to try to make yourself out to be some spiritual giant. Just believe his word. Isn't that what it says? Daniel was taken up out of the den, so no injury was found on him because he believed in his God. The Bible says that he will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on him. So in the midst of your fiery trial, in the midst of your lion's den, circumstance, if you keep your, your eyes, if you keep your heart, your eyes upon him, he will keep you in perfect peace in the midst of the most difficult times. Amen? Because that's what his word says. That is what his word says. Well, verse 24 says, the king gave the command and brought those men who had accused Daniel and cast them into the den of lions. Your accusers will be destroyed. So this is exactly what happened. His accusers were being destroyed. They were cast into the den. And 
And it says, with their children and their wives. You know, the lions overpowered them. What kind of a lion is not going to eat up a man that's put in there and sealed, the door being sealed, but yet then people that are thrown in, they just devour like that. What, how, what happened? Were you not hungry the night before? You're lions for heaven's sake, and this is pure meat. Of course they were. It's a supernatural move of God. But we are supernatural beings. And we believe that God is a supernatural God, and he works on our behalf all the time. All the time. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. And it, you know, it says that the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces before. Say before. Before, before they ever came to the bottom of the den. Before they even reached the bottom, they were already destroyed. Wow. That's a bad day for them. That is for sure. <laughs> it's a bad day for them. That is for sure. Verse 26, a decree was made. Men, I love this because you know what? The king, well, that's the mercy of God. That's the mercy of God, even unto the king, because he knew what was right. But he was in compromise at the moment. He, but he knew it was right. This is the mercy of God. So he makes this new decree. Look at what he says. He says in verse 26, he says, I decree that in every dominion of my kingdom, men must tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and steadfast forever. His kingdom is the one which shall not be destroyed. His dominion shall endure to the end. He delivers and he rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. Hallelujah. This king wrote this new decree, right? Amen. So you, if you're in a, a difficulty and you just stand firm on the truth of God's word, you will see the power of God move on your behalf. You will see even laws being made on your behalf if need be because God is our judge. He is our defense attorney. Yeah. Hallelujah. And it says in verse 28, Daniel prospered. In all of this, he had to go through this, but Daniel prospered. You know, that's exact promotion comes from the Lord. Okay, it doesn't come from any place else. It doesn't come from the east, west. It doesn't come from the south. It comes from the Lord. Promotion comes from the Lord, right? And so, you know, we, everybody wants to be, everyone wants to have promotion. They want to, they want to be promoted, but are you willing to go through the process that sometimes is required in order for the promotion to come about? So that process is so important because that process is literally molding your heart to be faithful to God. That process, you don't want to shortchange yourself and try to go another way. First of all, you can't. Secondly, if you tried to, you're cheating yourself. You're literally cheating yourself because who you are, the very character that God has given you is being fashioned in the fire. In some cases, the lion's den, right? It's being fashioned. You're being formed. God is seeing, can I trust you with greater things? Will you still praise me when there is nothing visible, at least in the natural, to praise me for. There's always something to praise him. But will you praise me 
Will you go through whatever it is that you need to go through, whatever is happening in your life, and say, Lord, I'm going to praise you no matter what. I will still praise you at the very, even until the last dying day, the very last moment, Lord God, let my mouth be filled with the praise of God. No matter what, that's the kind of committed soldier that God is looking for. That's the type of committed ambassadors for Christ that he is looking for. People that are not afraid of the lion's den. They're not afraid of the fires. They're not afraid of the persecution. They're not afraid of naysayers. They're not afraid of what's happening or what could happen or what they say might happen. Instead, they keep their eyes on Jesus and they know that God is so good, he is faithful. I will give him 